Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Uh, welcome back to the RFC podcast. I'm Dr. Zach, as always. Uh, and this week's episode, we're going to chat a little bit about what's been happening in the world recently over the last ever approaching almost two years, right? And I just want to talk about one fact. There's a lot of things that we could go into, um, a lot of things that we can talk about that we may talk about in other episodes, but uh, the main thing that I want to talk about today is the factor of health and how healthy, how resilient, how adaptable we are as humans and its role and our ability to fight off, ward off, get through, work through any type of uh, sickness, right? And obviously over the last few years, um, you're well aware of the pretty much the only one uh, that anybody really wants to talk about. So let's let's dive in here. Right, and the main fact that I want to share with you that I still don't think the majority of people know and understand, which is mind-boggling to me, because this is a it's a huge, huge piece of data um, that. I've li- never seen anybody on any major news network, and you know, give you an asterisk here. I don't, I don't watch any of them regularly. Um, actually, not watched any of them at all in um, probably seven years. Uh, but you know, you know, with social media, we get insights and clips and all these things, and. I'm pretty confident that if they would have shared this piece of information, I would have uh, seen some people sharing it in their disbelief, if you will. Right, so this this information comes from the CDC themselves. This is not some one-off weird study. This is This is data that the CDC has published multiple times, right, so of all of the people that have died of and with COVID, right? Little side note here. Those things are different, right? Dying with and dying of COVID are totally different, right? Again, a discussion for another day. But of all of those people, 95% it was the last number in statistic that I saw. And it may be a little closer to 90 now. But 90 to 95% of people in that category have had, on average, four comorbidities. Not one. Four. And of those four comorbidities, almost all of them in the high high majority of cases have come from lifestyle health challenges. Now take a moment to to kind of process that. 
lifestyle challenges, health concerns are the biggest factor other than age in the ability or inability to get through uh, COVID. I was trying to go with the podcast without saying it, but it's kind of hard. Just think about that and the implications of that. We're talking about diabetes, obesity, heart disease, right, are among the top comorbidities found amongst this group of people that have died with or of COVID. Now, why am I talking about that? Why am I making uh, a big deal about this? Because it is a big deal. Because those lifestyle things and those lifestyle challenges that have put people in a more susceptible position come down to the choices that they make day to day for their health. And I guess it would probably be more accurate to say the choices they don't make day to day for their health. Right? When we look at heart disease, obesity, diabetes, the type 2 diabetes vastly overweighing type 1 diabetes and its prevalence, those things can be changed and are documented and shown to be changed with improving lifestyle choices. Things like eating real quality food, exercising, sleeping, and not, or good, getting good sleep, resting, uh, quality nutrition, and the list can go on. But the fact that 95, 90 to 95% of the people that have died with or of COVID have had four comorbidities of which are lifestyle challenges for almost all of those comorbidities is frightening to me. And the fact that it hasn't been mentioned in any capacity should be even more frightening. Right? Well, here's... Think about this. When you have something like obesity heart disease, type 2 diabetes, your body is in no place and in no condition to try to combat any type of moderate to severe stressor because your body's already stressed to the max, to the brink, every single day, just trying to get you through, I'm going to see, I won't say you, get people in these places through just the daily tasks of life. Think about that. If your body's already stressed to the max with one of these lifestyle health challenges, how can it then have the capability, the adaptability, the resilience to overcome what is for the vast majority of the population a very mild health challenge in 
COVID. It begins to make sense. And the fact that it's not being talked about should get your attention a little bit. Because what would happen if we made a bigger effort as a country to help people be healthy, right? To get them in and help them be in a place to where they're not as susceptible to mild respiratory health challenges like COVID. What would happen? My, my thought on it is uh, that it would probably uh, put us in a place where this whole thing is a non-issue, which there's a lot of things pointing to um, even this, um, you know, really not being any more severe than the flu, actually being less severe than uh, the seasonal flu most often. If you actually go through and sift through the numbers and actually separate separate out the people that have died with and of COVID, because again, it's different. So, why am I even bringing this up? Well, because we talk about health on this podcast, right? So here's here's the... Here's the rub for me, right? And kind of how we at RFC can help people. Um, And what I I guess the biggest thing I want everybody to understand and really uh, grasp here is that with a healthy nervous system, with a healthy body, highly functioning body with a neurospinal system that's functioning at or near its best puts you in a better place to be healthy, to be strong, to be resilient. Right? If our nervous system, our brain, is under the control and coordination of every single process in our body, including your immune system and how it functions, would it not make sense that we may want to take into consideration things that allow that nervous system and that brain to function at their best or close to their best, i.e. getting adjusted on a regular weekly basis, eventually, right? Eventually, most people that see the value and that see how chiropractic care has changed their life and allows them to be at their best, healthiest, strongest, and most resilient, choose to get adjusted on a regular, very consistent basis, right? Because it is putting their body, their nervous system, their brain in a place, in a state to be more adaptable to deal with the stress of life better, right? And if you're trying to get healthy and overcome health challenges like the ones we've mentioned today, would it not make sense that you would want a nervous system and a body functioning at its best to help you change, to help you get to a place where you can actually overcome those challenges,
right? I'm not saying the adjustment is a cure for anything because it's not. But what it is, is it a igniter of the flame of change when it comes to the body, the nervous system, the brain. It is that ignition that gets your body back to a place to where it can heal, to where it can repair, where it can do all the amazing things that it just naturally has the ability to do. Like having an immune system that has an immune response to things like COVID that actually help you process, get through, and adapt to things like that. Right? Or giving you a chance to do it better. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it is a cure, and I'm not saying it's going to stop it, but I do know that the adjustment helps the body be stronger, be more adaptable, more resilient. And if anything, in times that we've been living in, not specifically because of the, the thing, right, that is COVID, not because of that, but because of the environment that that has created for us, for everybody, no matter where you stand on this, the environment that this whole situation has created has just jacked up the overall stress level of the world. Who knows how much, but I know it's up, right? I know it's up because you just, you, you see people, uh, not everybody, obviously, but you can see the people that cannot go through their life without being scared, right? And if you're walking through life scared and fearful and um, just in a place of uncertainty, that's going to affect your health, right? If you, if you know it or not, I'm, it, it is, right? Walking around every day fearful of something anything walking around in fear is a detriment to your health so in closing getting to a place where we're not as afraid which can only come through knowledge and learning and understanding and then also doing the things on a daily basis that allow us to be at our best, right? These lifestyle challenges aren't new that I'm talking about, guys. These, these are not new things. These are challenges that have been around for a very long time that have all been at or near the very top of the top causes of death in our country for a long time, right? And I get that's another thing I don't think people understand is the health challenges, the comorbidities that the vast majority of people had that died with or of COVID have been at or near the top of the top causes of death in our country for decades. Decades. We've known the, the issues, the problems that these have caused. We spend trillions of dollars every year on health care. 
for things like this. And guess what? They're putting more strain on our healthcare system, more strain on our country, more strain on everybody right now because they're putting more people at risk for something that shouldn't be a risk. So in ending, the moral of the story today, the little nugget that I want you to to take away is right now, if you're not doing it already, and even if you are doing it, learning new ways to do it better, to take your health back into your own hands. It is yours. You are the only one that can change it. There's people out there like me and Dr. Reichert other chiropractors, other health professionals that are there to help you along the process. But we can't do it for you. You have to be willing to do the things that are going to help you change if you want to change. But it has to start with you. You are the one that can make those changes and your body is the one that is going to do the reorganizing, the repairing, and the healing that is needed to help you make those changes. Nobody else can do that healing and that changing and that repairing for you. Your body has the amazing intelligence to do that. You just have to support it. And that's what we're here to do at RFC is to help you support that natural intelligence of your body to be healthy via the chiropractic adjustment. All right. That was a good one. I like that that episode. Got a little, got a little into it today. Um, as always, if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And if you know somebody that needs to hear the message, share it out. Um, we greatly appreciate that as well. The more people that we can help, uh, the better. The more people we can. Uh, get the this knowledge and these things out to the better because it's only going to help them uh, in their life and their health journey so until next week um, we love you we appreciate you thank you so much um, and we will be back next week with another episode have a fantastic week